passion and pageantry of college football lives here. This is the Paul Feinbaum Show, Hour 4 Podcast. This might be college football, Heather. We've been busy when we talked to Heather Dinich. Uh, we talked about the uh, big, big ruling yesterday in Dartmouth, as well as uh, the denial of the TRO in Tennessee. And we also remembered Toby Keith uh, with a close friend and business associate out in Oklahoma City. Uh, we are taking your phone calls the final hour, and uh, we'll continue chatting with Dick, who is up next in Florida. Hello, Dick. Hey, Paul. I'm a longtime listener, and this is my first call. Thank you very much. I'm a Georgia Bulldog. I was uh, there at Georgia when they hired Vince Dooley, and I was president of the Georgia Bulldog Club of Central Florida in 1980 when we won the national championship. My question is, do you think our dogs are going to be able to do it again next year? Uh, I certainly think uh, they're, they're in a good position. I think, it, I think the 12-team playoff will be a little more unpredictable. But I expect them to be in it, and I expect them uh, to easily be the favorite in the SEC. And I think, I think one of the challenges last year was, you know, he, Kirby was able to repeat, but that second time around, uh, the, the weight on you just becomes overwhelming and suffocating. And I think uh, Georgia will have, I wouldn't call it much of a chip, because <laughs> they'll be number one in the country, but the, Kirby will find a way to have a chip on, it, on, on, the, on the dog's shoulder. Oh, my other question is, uh, you broadcast from Charlotte? Correct. Yeah, that's my hometown, and I used to live in the Dilworth area. I'm just curious. Well, that is, a, that is a great area. Yeah, we are, um, that's a beautiful area of town. Uh, our studio is in uh, Ballantyne, which, uh, okay. which I'm sure you know where okay. that is. That probably used to be a small oh, yeah. area. Now it's a metropolis. Yeah, I understand that that is now the area to live in in Charlotte. But like I said, I wanted to just touch base with you and let you know I'm I'm a Georgia Bulldog through and through, and I'm looking forward to the next year. Well, I'm glad to hear from you, uh, Dick. You take care of yourself. Thank you very, very much. Johnny B. Good is up next. Thank you, thank you. Dick, I'm glad you held on and asked that brilliant question that nobody's ever thought of in their life. But uh, I'm worried about Handsome Joe. I have never, you know, I've heard of people having a hiatal hernia, but I didn't even know there was hyenas in Red Bay. I can't imagine what a person would have to do to a hyena for it to to do, you know, to give him a hernia. That kind of concerns me. But, uh, you know, he gets around a lot. And then the other... It was nice to hear from Bud Light Larry. And, you know, he loved Satan, loved him to death. And, you know, saving, leaving. And then is it just pure coincidence that Larry's throat shrinks up? You know, I heard that he had to, you know, have his throat stretched and his, his rear end stretched, too, because, you know, he was missing saving so bad. But uh, that was some pretty good stuff. And then uh, Missouri getting that money today. I think that old Eli Drinkwitz, or Drinkwitz, I'm sorry, and he and John Ritter favor a lot. You know, the guy from Three's Company. Oh, yeah, I remember, remember John. Him? Sure. Well, you he know, was the one Suzanne that lived with Summers two women. On there. Suzanne Summers was on there. Yeah, I remember, I never I remember was, Suzanne. Yeah, after she got through, she started selling those 
thigh masters, and I thought, man, I gotta have me one of them. So I ordered. Yeah, I liked her a lot better until I, until she started doing that. Well, now wait a minute. The I ran into her one night in uh, in uh, in Hollywood. I won't tell you what happened, but. Well, that's what I, the Thighmaster was a great thing, and I yeah. watched the video, and it never helped my legs at all, but it made my right arm the strongest you ever seen. That's the reason <laughs> I was such a good sinner. I'm out of here. The bewitching hour has started. And this, uh, Thank you. Appreciate your, your humor. Uh, Johnny B will be hosting the Oscars here in a couple of weeks. Uh, Jake is up next in Kentucky. Uh, hello, Jake. <laughs> Hey, Paul, can you hear me? Yes, I, I sure can. Thank you. Hey, thank you for taking my call. Hey, uh, so uh, I just want to let you know the name of that song, that Toby Keith song, was This Ain't My Truck. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I want to remind you of that. Well, I appreciate uh, first that. First time I called, though, yeah, I want to mention the first time I called, I was kind of passionate about my football team and how much uh, – I'm happy to have Mark Stoops as a coach, and I made a comment that, uh, you know, I thought he would be a good candidate for the saving job. And uh, a funny tidbit to that was, uh, you know, I've never watched your show on TV. I always just listen to you on my way home, right. usually on AM channel. Oh. And uh, because, uh, you know, sometimes the, X, the XM expires, and I listen sure. to a, the AM channel uh so up until about two years ago, um, well, maybe maybe three years ago now, there were always other shows on ESPN radio on out of my local uh, right, Lexington. Right, right, sure. And, and, and uh, one day I tuned in and you all came on. And since then, I've been, you know, I just love the show. So I look forward to my trip home every day and getting to listen to your show and hearing all the callers call in and whatnot. So uh, my first call was about Stoops, and I thought he was a good candidate. And, and you politely informed me that he was a better candidate for maybe Oklahoma or Iowa or whatever. Um, I would like to mention that as a, a basketball fan, I'm a Kentucky fan through and through. I'm not a what I would consider a privileged fan where I get to go to all the games and got insight with people and whatnot, but uh, I'm a big fan, so I heard a caller call in earlier and made the comment about how Cal skipped out on the uh, conference, or a press conference, and I hadn't heard that, but I will say I was, wasn't totally surprised. Um, when Cal first came here in 2012, first thing I did was went out and bought a new TV. And I thought, man, this is going to be entertaining. I've been following him off and on with UMass and, and Memphis and, and all the stuff he had done there and Derrick Rose and all those teams were exciting. They were fun to watch. But I said then, I said, you know, this is great. It's going to be entertaining. But you're not going to win a lot of national championships with 18-year-old kids. You can't put a bunch of kids on the court in the middle of a arena and expect them to come from all over the world or all over the country and have the chemistry and the maturity that it takes to win in college basketball or any other sport for that matter. I mean, um, look at the Fat Five. That's arguably the best recruiting class instead of freshmen, you know, in, a long, in history maybe. 
and they almost pulled it off, but it, it was a, a young mistake that cost them that. So, anyway, that being said, here's what I do want to say. Coach Cal is arguably, besides Adolph Rupp, going to be the most famous coach in UK history, and we all know it. But UK is a small part of his legacy, and I would like to say this to UK fans. If you're really a basketball fan, the, the season's not over in March. Now, I know it's disappointing when you have a team like what we have this year, and I really think that this team's got a lot of potential. Uh, and the reason I'll say that is because they have the skill and talent to score. You you can't coach that as well as defense. Defense is a lack of effort, and that can be coached. We can play defense. We just got to figure it out. Now, X is an old. Cal's not your best coach. He's a top five. Yeah, hey, Jake, I apologize for jumping in here, but we're really short on time. But I think think ultimately – Number one, I would I would argue that I don't think Cal will ever be as famous as Adolph Rupp uh, unless they change the name of the building. Hey, thanks for the call. We'll take a short break, and we are back right after this. Is your schedule too packed to see a doctor about your erectile dysfunction? Well, with Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. They're changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand-name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and entirely online. Just answer a series of questions and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you free. No insurance needed. So what are you waiting for? Join the hundreds of thousands of trusted Hims subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash Paul. That's H-I-M-S.com slash Paul for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash Paul. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies on product and subscription plan. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jet's Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jet's is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Back uh, on a busy, busy uh, Tuesday night. And how about Wednesday night? The commissioner joins us. First comments we have been able to hear from him since the big announcement about the Big Ten and the SEC Advisory Committee. I'm Ed, is up next. Well, good afternoon there, Paul Feinbaum. <clears throat> I, I hope when the commissioner comes on, he makes references to Jake's call, because I sure am proud he was able to get through. I mean, that was a very informative call. You very bet. well liked it. Okay. It was good to hear from Larry. I'm glad to hear that Larry's doing well, and I hate that he's going through his Sabinitis, but, you know, it just happens. We all knew the little fellow was going to quit one day and, and, and walk away and not say goodbye, kiss his butt or anything. He's just going to disappear like he did. And I know it's hard for guys like Larry and a lot of the Bammers, but he, you know what? Suck it up, buttercup. You'll be okay. Ooh. And Joe, of all the people in the world, did you think Joe was the guy that would be out there with his tie around his head singing karaoke after a few beers in the no, nightclub? No, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have had Joe in my on my bingo card. No, I mean, have you ever sang karaoke, Paul? Uh, I did it one time, but it was it was for a bit. It wasn't like real. It was. Uh, I, I've, I've, I've I've never sang karaoke. Yeah, I may do it tonight. It, it doesn't. It doesn't seem natural. I'm not the guy that just. You know, even at home, I'm not the guy that's going to pick up an instrument and start singing a song or driving down well, the road or anything. You're a professional anything. musician. I mean, why would you go do but, karaoke? But, but, but something happens when I'm sitting there with three or four of my friends and they're all playing instruments. Right. I will sing. I'm not, I'm not a singer, but I can spit the words out in the rhythm and I know the words and I'm yeah. comfortable doing it. But it, it just didn't come naturally to me. But uh, you, you're talking about barbecue. I've eaten barbecue in about 33 different states, and I don't have a favorite. I don't have a number one guy or number one band or anything like that. I just know that they're all kind of tied, you know. But most most people can cook meat, whether it be ribs or the <clears throat> the butt or whatever. They they can cook the meat. It's the sauces and the, and the uh, seasoning that changes things. Okay. And there's about four or five places around here I could mention, but I like something different every now and then. And all of these places are excellent. But uh, I tell you, when uh, it comes to ribs, I saw on your little scrolling thing down there at the bottom of the show, Dreamland is probably the best thing in Tuscaloosa. And and maybe the, the Tuscaloosa Toyota people. But outside of that, I can't really think of a lot of things in Tuscaloosa would be any reason to go up there to, uh, to see. But Dreamland is the stuff. You remember when they used to do the, the interviews and they're talking about the people going to Dreamland and then all of a sudden the IRS got in the middle of that. Yeah. But Dreamland's got something going on. They've opened some stores down here and it didn't work out real well, but then they got the family involved. And I tell you, Dreamland's blowing up. And uh but what what what's your favorite barbecue? I mean, are you this Kansas City guy, this Memphis guy? Arthur, Arthur I'm good barbecue. In Kansas City. I, I'm uh, I mean, I, I have been to the rendezvous in Memphis. I've been to Inter- I've been I've been to all those places and uh, right. watch my friends barbecue. Eat barbecue. barbecue. I, I don't get I into mean, the barbecue you know, debate. No, I mean, you know, when you go up and you tell them you want a sandwich and you want your meat pulled, I guess you know that's that's enough. Well, they always get mad Maybe. at me at the barbecue places when I say, Do you, "Can I get a can I get a kale smoothie?" <laughs> 
and the cabbage sandwich. They 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 they, they look, you know kind of make a make a sign to the bouncer, and he starts walking over. He, he's going to toss me. You know one one thing I'm not I, I I believe I can say this with a straight face and in all honesty. One thing you're probably not going to get at a real good barbecue place is kale. No. Now, Paul, I hate it for the Bammers, and I know that. I mean, I, I mean, I don't mean to interrupt a, a, an average call sure. here, but uh, I mean, why do you have? It's been four weeks ago tomorrow that Coach Nick Saban shocked the world and broke all of our hearts by walking away. Why do you have to keep rubbing it in? I'm not rubbing it in. I'm just reminding them that Judgment Day is coming, and it's September the 28th, and things flip up. The last of the good old days are approaching, and they're coming day by day. There's 60 seconds in in a minute. There's 60 minutes an hour, 24 in a day, and and they're going to creep up on you. And before we know it, it's going to be September the 28th, and they will be booing well, in the but stadium. But I, I think I think those Alabama people are, are going to be okay. I mean, I mean, I know you're 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 you know you're got this Ouija doll or some karma pin. I don't know what you're doing, but no, it, no, it, no. It, I, don't, it, I don't. I don't have anything. It didn't I, seem to help you guys when the, there was a 99.9 probability of Auburn beating Alabama and then and that gravedigger play came and, and just shattered. Well, I mean, you, know, you have not been the same three, since, I man. When no, I've been the same. See that stuff don't bother me like it does. Oh, Bammer. no. See, no. I can take it. I can take it. But but the Bammers can't. And I'm telling I'm just well, the Bammers, you, the Bammers won September. that game, I man, in case you missed it. Oh I, I stuck I, around I to the end that. when when the when the, the official raised watched, his hand, signifying Bama beats Auburn again. Yeah, I, I saw it. I saw it, and I saw the push away on just the like on the, the just like the four overtime game. Absolutely, Auburn I saw two years that ago. Ball. <laughs> you, you you see, you're trying to raise a dander that can't be raised. I mean, I'm good with Auburn. Well, because because you know you know why you. I'm trying to raise a dander. I mean, because you're not really a Bama fan. You're a Bama. No, I'm not a Bama you're fan. not really an Auburn no, I'm fan. Not. You're not yes, an Auburn yes, fan. Am. You're a Bama hater. No, no, I've been to Auburn games. You don't even care about Auburn. Known. You don't. You, yes, uh, I do. You're just a passerby. But, 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 but see, ex- you, the only time the only time you mention Auburn, Auburn is in fan. situations. The only time you mention Auburn is in situations like this. Outside of that, you don't know anything going on at Auburn except something negative. And see, I'm I'm just rolling with your topics. I'm just rolling with your topics. I'm staying on point. See, I talked about barbecue. I talked about Larry. I talked about Joe. I even included Jake and the commissioner in the same sentence. And and, and we're talking about Auburn. I'm fine with Auburn. But I just know this. Come September 28th, the world would change as we know it. Just kind of like that old science fiction. The day the earth stood still. And it's going to be. It's, we're, I'm trying to prepare everybody. You know, we've got all these people out there building storm shelters and hoarding water and beanie weenies and spam and all. <laughs> I'm just trying to tell them. I'm just trying to tell them you might want to store some more because the dark days are coming. Well, you're, you're saying and it's going to be like uh, Y2K all over again. It's going to be worse than the potato famine in Europe. Yeah, my, uh, my see, wife's, even, my wife's see, grandmother see, had like 4,000 cans of soup in her in her cupboard. Yeah, and, and you know, the... Anything happened? It's funny how the potato. Did we even have an internet glitch that night? No, none whatsoever. But come September the 28th, there's going to be one hell of a glitch. You mentioned that a few times. Yeah, September 28th, 2024. We were the first 14 times. And and you know what, Paul? That glitch is going to be so bad 
It's going to be like California burning, the mudslides, the earth, the San Andreas Fault, and, and everything in a tsunami all at once coming down on them. And I just want them to be prepared. I want them to be okay. I want them to be safe. And, and you know, we're there to gather, gather our arms around them and welcome them, you know, and, and be humble to them because we know the, the stress levels will be through the roof. They'll be in New Orleans and bars. They'll be jumping on drunk fans. will be jumping on other people in the stadium. They'll be booing their fans. You won't be able to go to the nightclubs. I mean, it's going to be pure carnage. And we're just trying to address it early so we can get a hold on this and try to salvage as many of them as we possibly can, you know, to the end of the season. And when they don't make 12-team playoff, good sakes alive. I mean, we're talking about real trouble. It's going to be really, really, really bad. Paul, as always, Ward and Legal. Have a good afternoon. Tracy is in North Carolina. Hello, Tracy. God, that was a horrible call. Oh, my God. I mean, in, in the pantheon of I-Man's worst 5,000 calls, that's pretty. That's right there at the top. He took up all my time, and we're about out of time. Hey, yeah. I'm back, Paul. I had to go to a fire chief's conference right down, right up the road from me in Concord the last few days, so I haven't been able to generate many calls. But I have been catching up, and I want to give kudos and a shout-out to Tanner. I think he's from Tuscaloosa. Yeah. He absolutely took apart and buried Alice Jane. I mean, I'm sorry, AJ. AJ, yeah. Uh, and that was, I, I that caught was up great. That. that was a great uh, call. Watch it. Also, uh, haven't heard from Jim today. He definitely is the well, most Well, Jim, Jim got a little yeah. bit upset with, uh, who was it, Squ- with Squirrel? Or, uh, I mean, Jim, I saw some internet post of Jim's that was just, inc- Squirrel, Squirrel posted, I know I sound like I gossip here, uh, but Squirrel <laughs> posted uh, a picture of Jim on the, on the internet, which looked, oh. Looked like the gym I remember, um, and it created a couple of meltdowns and accusations. Well, and yesterday, that. I mean, man, poor Jim. Everybody was all over it yesterday. That was I, I caught up. I watched the recorded of it, uh, but that was that was not right. I mean, Jim was Jim's. Uh, he's definitely the most compelling caller. My favorite caller. Hey, I, I know I got to go. I know you got to go. One quick question: As a huge SEC fan, and as you know, a Vols fan. I watched during the Tennessee-Kentucky basketball game the other night, uh, Iowa playing Maryland. Did you see Caitlin Clark? Oh, yeah. No, that, I mean, she is, uh, she's, she's the biggest star in basketball right now. It uh, doesn't matter what – I mean, she is it. We'll take a short break. She is unbelievable. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. 
Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. So the show, if you want to give us a ring, you uh, can do so now, 855-252-7285. Reminder, the commissioner joins us tomorrow night. Let's grab some calls. And Ben in West Tennessee is up next. Good afternoon. Hey, Paul. Hey. How you doing? We are doing great. Thanks so much for calling. All right. Listen, Paul, I'm calling to let y'all know. I was reading uh, American Legion magazine just a few minutes ago. Okay. And Joe Lewis, the boxer, served in World War II and was in Europe in combat. And I I didn't know that. That That is amazing. Um, And if I remember correctly, I mean, this was at the, uh, I mean, he fought Max Schmeling before the war. So this would have been uh, at the peak of his career. Oh, yeah. Well, there was a lot of... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, Ted, Ted Williams was a uh, was a fighter pilot, I think. Yeah, and he actually was recalled after World, uh, when Korea broke out. Oh, you're out right. You're absolutely right. Korea. You're a hundred percent correct about that. I do remember that. I mean, I don't remember it happened, <clears throat> okay. but I do remember it. Yeah. Okay. I want to talk to you about the guy that called in about uh, being a racist and all that a few years back, and. Oh, yeah. uh, him and that mess about him and his brother-in-law and all that. Yeah. After listening to that phone call as many times as y'all have paid it, I think it was BS. Because well, Marines yeah. don't refer to themselves as soldiers. Right. What, what and he did say? that. He did. He did that two or three times in the, uh, in the, uh, his phone call. And anybody that wanted to kill somebody in Vietnam, if they were in a combat outfit, the only reason you didn't kill them is because you're too stupid to use the weapons you had available to you. Hey, I mean, by, it's, by, it's by the way, uh, Ben, I, I've had somebody else. Uh, for those who don't know what we're talking about, this call came in uh, 2008. It's one of the most replayed calls in the history of the show. A guy named Jay from... Huntsville called in. He told this great story. And I probably have had 10 to 15 Hollywood producers call me over the years once they hear that, wanting to get in contact with this guy. Nobody has ever been able to find him, nor has he ever called in and said, hey, by the way, that was me. So uh, 
I hate to ruin, I, I hate to spoil one of our most famous calls, but you, you, may, you may be making a lot of sense here. Well, I mean, I was in Vietnam in the Marine Corps. Okay. And it, like I said, if you wanted to kill somebody, you had all kind of stuff at your disposal to get rid of him. Right. And the only reason you didn't was because you were just too friggin' dumb to pick something up and, and dispose of him. Um, you, also, uh, ben, what years were you over there? I was over there. I got there in January the second of '67, and time. I was wounded on wow. June the tenth of '67. That was a tough time over there. It got worse uh, in '68 there for a while. Okay. Uh, with the uh, Ted Offensive of '68. Right. Yeah, that was that was a, that was a, a big deal. Yeah, but uh, anyway, I just want to let you know that guy was full of BS. Yeah, because... you know, but I, I can't. I, I don't know because I've never. Uh, I mean, the the fact that this call. Uh, in, so the backstory on this is he called on Martin Luther King Day. It, yeah. it got a lot of attention. In yeah. fact, in fact, uh, we ended up getting honored by Columbia University. It got a lot of coverage. You would think the guy at some point would have called and said, hey, by the way, I just wanted to let you know that that was me. I'm, I don't want any publicity or I do want publicity. Uh, and by the way, the guy could have made a lot of money, uh, assuming the story was true. Uh, because, I, I mean, I, from, from major publications to book publishers to Hollywood producers, uh, it, there's an, there was an endless stream of people, who, and I told the story in New York at Columbia University and played the tape, and just from that one room alone, which had every major uh, publication in the country there, I mean, I, it, it, it created a cottage industry. Uh, you would have thought the guy would have said, by the way, that was me. Oh, yeah. Wow. And um, But the, the main thing is, is the terminology he used about things right. was so what uh, so uh, for those of you, those of us who never served in the marines what, what what would you call a fellow marine a marine a marine you would not ever use the word soldier soldier sounds like the army doesn't it that's it soldiers yeah. are in the army yeah and when you finish boot camp you're a marine and you're always and a marine right it. yeah I'm always a marine yeah but um, I, you and know, by the way, I mean, Ben, I, I once referred I to uh, I once referred to Vince Dewey. I interviewed him. I said he's a former Marine. He said, "Hold on a second. He said, "I'm always a Marine. I'm not a former Marine." Yeah, once a Marine, always a Marine. Semper Fi. Well, thank you very much for clearing that up, uh, and thanks for ruining the best story the show's ever had. <laughs> hey, thanks, Ben. Okay, uh, next year on Martin Luther King Day, we play that call. Not the one that we always play. That's what comes under the, the story of don't screw up a good story. I mean, <laughs> we always used to joke about this at the newspaper. Don't ever let the facts get in the way of a good story. What do you think? You've heard, the, you've heard that call. You think it's real? I mean, he may have just inadvertently said the word soldier. I mean, I felt like he used the word soldier as a proper name. Like from one soldier. But I guess he could have used the word Marine. Maybe he was, to, maybe he was trying to protect the guys. Uh, I don't know. 
I don't want to think about it. Do you? Yeah, maybe he was trying to protect his unit. That's it. That's, uh, that's my new story. He was trying. <laughs> we don't care whether you agree or not. That's our new story, and we're sticking to it. Carol is up next in Houston. Hello, Carol. Hi, Paul. Tried to call yesterday, waited for 30 minutes, and, and then it, the call dropped. Apologize. I'm glad you, made, I'm glad you hey, got in. I've actually, thank you, been actually trying to call you for months. So many things on my mind, but I'm going to start with Nick Saban. I'm an Aggie. I'm not a Bama fan, but my God, anybody that doesn't respect what that man did for the game, not to mention for Alabama, uh, doesn't know what they're talking about, and let him go in peace and enjoy his life. He so damn well deserves it. I'm just, sure does. I, it cracks me up listening to callers bitch and complain all the time about something or another and you know between i'm in loving the sound of his own voice and 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 whoever else has had a few too many beverages the real main reason i wanted to call is to say how much i love college football and i know that most of the people that call feel like i do but i want to hear people talk about football because god knows where would we be without it i'm already anxious for yeah no, uh, yeah i mean you're right and, and, and carol i've never really thought about that but, but you're but if, if they took that away from us um forget the fact that we wouldn't have the show but um <laughs> yeah. yeah i guess we would we'd be in I bad mean, shape it, it, i'd be looking for that uh, so that soldier joy. from vietnam <laughs> well, I have one more thing to tell you, and it was about yesterday's call. I do know why it's called chicken fried steak, and I can tell you how to make it. Okay, you I'm all ears. the chicken. Literally. Okay, it's it's called it's called <laughs> it's called chicken fried because you treat it just like you fry chicken. After you pound the tenderloin, and tenderloin makes the best chicken fried steak, you dredge it in an egg batter. Okay. And then you salt and pepper and garlic it. Then you dip it in milk and take it out of the milk and put flour on both sides. Pat the flour in on both sides. And you drop it into pretty hot grease so that it gets crisp fast. And then you just leave it there until it's cooked. But it's the same way that you fry chicken. So that's why it's called chicken fried steak. And your caller was absolutely right. You have to have mashed potatoes and gravy and fried okra with it. But I wanted to tell you, you've got to finish it off with a nice piece of buttermilk pie. Ooh. Love the show. Now, hold on. Butter, buttermilk pie. What in the, I don't think I've ever had that. What is that? Oh, it's very similar to chess pie. Oh, okay. It's I do know what a, that is. It's an old southern kind of pie. Yes, so, so good. Um, so, some of your callers make me crazy, but I've always enjoyed your ability to uh, swing things uh, back into the right direction and make everything all right with the world. Let's just all hold our breath and hope that uh, fall football comes around soon. Well, it, it will be here soon. Carol, thank you very much. You made me hungry for chicken fried steak, and I didn't think I'd ever say that. I want Carol's chicken fried steak. Steve in Lexington, you're on the air. Hello, Steve. Hey, Paul. Thanks for taking my call. I have a couple questions. The first one is um, my favorite uh, barbecue is Hudson's out in Lexington. They've been there a long time, won a lot of awards. Um, not sure how it ranks to some places in Texas uh, and North Carolina. But anyway, it's Hudson's in South Carolina. But 
Uh, my, my first question is South Carolina tonight's ranked 15th. They're playing Ole Miss. Do you think they have the depth and what it takes to make the Sweet 16? I do. Uh, I mean, I've seen them now on the road uh, at uh, two of the toughest places in the in, in the SEC, and and they've survived. So, uh, I mean, this, listen. You know the you know basketball. There's a great deal of luck that goes into the uh, tournament. Seeding is critical. Free throws and shooting are also adding to that. You can't have a cold night because you can be out very quickly. So those are all right. factors. Uh, experience matters, but I, lie. I mean, I just think this team just doesn't seem to be phased by anything. Correct. And I think they're starting to peak. I mean, they did. Yeah, they really they're are. Starting to re- yeah, you, you do not want to go. You do not want to be doing what Kentucky is doing right now. And suddenly. Uh, and I realize they have a key player out, but you, you just don't want to be uh, losing your momentum, especially defensively. Hey, thank you for the call. Really do appreciate it. We're headed to the break. A couple of minutes remaining here on a Tuesday night. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. 